Hey guys, welcome back to episode 5 of CNBC. JDF here tuning in for our first interview episode. This is another format we want to bring to this podcast as we want to highlight other artists to add more perspectives and experiences. All of us have unique journeys and come from different walks of life. If you want to see more content and interact with us, don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at CNBC Podcast. In this episode, we will talk about my time in the Philippines while I was there in January 2020. I was curious with what the creative life was like outside the U.S. I have a lot of family there in the Philippines, and I got to hear what life was like there. I got to interview my uncle, Emmanuel M.C. Castillo, who is a YouTuber, musician, and photographer. You will be able to hear from a perspective of what the Philippines was like 20 plus years ago and what it's like now. All right, we're tuning in from the Manila Hotel with my uncle, uh, Kong Tito, in Tagalog, uh, Tito MC. Would you like to introduce yourself for a bit and what you like to do? Okay, hello listeners. Uh, so I'm new to this program, so I don't know what this is about yet, but anyways. Um, so I'm MC, I'm JV's uncle, and for my work, uh, I have a corporate job which essentially is a compliance officer. I am a husband, a dad, and an aspiring YouTuber at this point. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Want to start off with some creative things that you've done as a kid? Okay. I remember my mom would always tell, you, tell me about your guitar and singing. Yeah, so creative stuff. Um, let me just backtrack a bit. So... This is basically a Filipino thing. So when you're a child in a Filipino family, you got to have a talent of some sort. Yeah. So the first go-to is singing, and then next is dancing. If your parents ask you to recite a poem or do something else creative outside of singing and dancing in a party or any family gathering, they're basically grasping for straws. But basically, <laughs> uh, for a Filipino family, a child has to have some talent. Singing is a, singing is a given, dancing is a given in a Filipino family, yeah. and that's it. So uh, it started that way. It starts the same way for every Filipino kid. And as you grow up, uh, things change because yeah. in the Philippines, creative stuff, it's hard to earn money doing creative stuff. So you have to fall back into a career that will guarantee you an income for you and the family. So the creative stuff that is being pushed upon every Filipino kid when they were young, yeah. when they get to a certain age, you have to forget that because there's no money in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in every Filipino adult, you would see deep inside an aspiring singer, an aspiring dancer, an aspiring comedian, or any other creative stuff that is not what they are doing. It's a job. <laughs> so yeah. That's basically it. And that's the same for me. So the creative stuff that I have been pursuing since I started working is an outlet to make use of the things that were taught to me as a kid uh, and as an escape as well <laughs> also outside of my normal day-to-day -day routine 
Um, I've been through a lot of stuff. Uh, so I've been in a band. I played guitar, I sang, I played the bass, a bit of drums. Yeah. And then uh, I sang in a choir. Uh, lately, I've been doing some YouTube stuff and photography. And that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> why would the, I guess as a kid, why would you be pushed to do the singing and the dancing? Was that for all your siblings too? It's for every Filipino kid. Um, so it should be a given. Like, it's a, it is expected for a Filipino kid to have some talent. Yeah. Um, I know the Filipino Americans living in the States, maybe that tradition is no longer being followed. But in the Philippines, for family gatherings, big or small, <laughs> there is always a talent portion for for every kid. And yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a way for I think for the parents to show the other parents or the other families that hey my my child is special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a way to show off. Yeah, you know, way to show off. So that's that. For me personally, uh, I was a third child in the family, mm -hmm. and my mom, who's your lola or grandma, was already in her forties. Uh, when I was born, so uh, the medical technology back then was not yet as it is now. So there were only two things that could happen for a child who will be born close to menopause. It's either there will be something, uh, he will be a special child, there will yeah. be some problems, right? Or he will turn out to be the other kind of special so i'd like to think I, i'm the one of the gifted folks and i was um my mom got me into a lot of uh, iq tests talent tests and everything they make they made me take up everything that i could learn yeah and i think that was my talent i could learn anything <laughs> so i went through everything dancing singing i learned all of this was it a way just to Try to discover a talent or something that you would like to do. Like was no. that something Lola would like? It started out as something that Lola would like me to do. So I was shy to begin with. Yeah. But they got me coaches. Uh, they got me a coach with uh, declamation. <laughs> they got me a coach for singing. They got me in a choir. Uh, the music stuff. Outside of singing, like play instruments, I learned that by myself when mm -hmm. I was already maybe in college. But the early years when I was a kid, that was forced on me. <laughs> uh, that was not my choice. Yeah. If I had my way, it would be just reading. That's it. Yeah. What got you into doing the bands, playing other instruments? What got you into pursuing that? Like, what got you motivated to learn music? I, I could say several reasons, but the primary reason was to impress girls. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> back in the day, where everyone in the band uh, got some attention, whether you were just a drummer or a bass player or a guitar player, and you don't need to be a frontman to be recognized. So. Yeah, I found a group of friends that I can play with, yeah. and then I started playing. So uh, first, I had to learn by myself. I couldn't afford 
uh, to hire someone to teach me. So, yeah, I used my gift for reading. <laughs> and music is like math, so you can re really just learn it. So that's that's it. Uh, I wanted to impress girls. I was a teenager when I started. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the that's the reason why I got started into playing in a band, playing musical instruments. <laughs> I liked music before I played, but it all started when I listened to Guns N' Roses. That's my start. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, 1987. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Dang. Okay. What about for your creative outlets today? Creative or? outlets today. So, um, first, photography. So, since I'm a working person and uh, most of my free time I spend with my family, that's my first choice. And photography is one thing that I could do at the same time that I am with my family. I can document or I can, um, yeah, document the activities that we have either in video or in photo form, take pictures of our basically preserved memories. Yeah. So that's my primary reason for getting into photography. The YouTube stuff I do because it's not all the time that we can go out of the house. Right? Sometimes yeah. you just have to chill at home, relax, recover for the next work week. So um, whenever there's downtime, um, to justify the expense or <laughs> that I that I incur in buying camera equipment, I make um, more use of it by by shooting video for YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so um, right now I don't have a niche uh, niche topic. I talk about everything that seems interesting to me. Uh, I have about two hundred subscribers right now, but I'm hey. not really. Uh, Pushing towards uh, uh, what they call this, um, earning money from YouTube because uh, I know that take that would take a lot of uh, effort. But just to get some ideas out there, if someone's watching, if someone's listening, well and good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is YouTube is just for your own personal yeah, outlet. Yeah, or my own personal outlet. Uh, a part of me wanted to become a newscaster or an actor before or maybe even a stand-up comedian so this is my chance <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's my to chance to express yourself yeah. yeah just to express myself get my ideas of course yeah what gave you ideas to do youtube what might want you to try to do creative videos i i seen a couple of product reviews yeah uh now, me and my son uh, watch youtube a lot and it's part of our bonding as yes. father and son. And to be honest, some of the YouTube channels that we watch, I thought I can do that. I can do that better. <laughs> um, in part, I was right. It, it's it's uh, I mean it's an easy way to to be on TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's an easy way to be on TV. But. Uh, some I overestimated as well, but the, it, it's a simple medium. You can get easily into it with any equipment that you may have just to record video. That's it. I gave it a try. And uh, right now, I think I have over 100 videos posted. Um, I, I just shoot a video every week and that's it. <laughs> it's just uh, sometimes I laugh 
by myself while I shoot. And that in itself is a good relaxation for me. Already. Yeah. Just do something outside of my job <laughs> that uh, gets uh, me gets me de-stressed, uh, gets me relaxed. Mm. Yeah. And there's one more story. Um, <laughs> I think this past year, my son was asked in school, "What what does your dad do?" And his answer was YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't correct it. Ah, don't correct it anymore. Just let them think I'm a YouTuber and we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you scared to initially record yourself? I was too conscious about myself. Yeah. Uh, I tense up whenever the, the first few videos that I shot, it's pretty obvious that I was pretty tense. And I think the reason why that I was tense was I was not used to speaking to no one. <laughs> yeah. So it's just me and my camera. I can't see the reaction of a crowd. So it's just me and my camera, and I think that made me more conscious. In hindsight, I, well, I actually realized that I'm more comfortable talking to an audience that is right in front of me, yeah. instead of just talking to a mirror. <laughs> it's a different kind of public yeah, speaking. Yeah, a different kind of public speaking. And <laughs> yeah, so when you record yourself, it will be there, and you will be judged as long as the video is there in the, on the internet. <laughs> Is there other creative ventures that you like to pursue or try out? It seems like you like to try out a lot of new things. No, there's only one more thing. It's just uh, do comedy, stand-up comedy. And I think I will do that in, in my YouTube channel sometime in the future. I'm, I'm writing stuff right now. <laughs> but again, that will be weird because I won't have any live reactions to yeah. whatever jokes that I will be telling. So, I will have to find a way to talk about certain topics and put a comedy spin on it. Yes. So that's what I have in mind right now. And I recently bought a new guitar, um, so I may get back to recording uh, some music. And when I was playing music before, yeah, um, I was laying down tracks on tape. That's cassette tapes. <laughs> right now, it's easier because I can just plug directly into my laptop and record several tracks and edit it easily. So now I have the equipment to do that, and perhaps I can get back to recording again. Yeah, it's like a newfound, new, um, yeah, motivation. Newfound motivation because the technology has advanced so far since the last time I was playing. Yeah, um, so it's worth giving it a try again and it's also talking about parents who are forcing kids to to do creative stuff we just asked my son last summer to learn the guitar so <laughs> uh, it's time for us to do another bonding activity by playing the guitar yeah so instead of forcing uh, your son to play the guitar you're gonna lead by example uh, it's more like forcing him to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you think you, you're doing that approach rather than how you were as a kid? Do you think you experienced something as a, as a kid and now you want to do something different? Um, what I'm doing right, right now is skipping the awkward phase for him. Yeah. Um, and get into the really cool stuff. I mean, like I said earlier, I got into playing in a band to impress girls. 
Mm-hmm. So <laughs> instead of uh, singing tunes in front of family or <laughs> dancing or whatever, just get the cool stuff so that uh, he will have a head start uh, among his peers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, of course I will not force it on him, but uh, yeah, if he picks up something of interest that is also one of my interests before I'll definitely join yeah have some quality time with myself and so I kind of want to bring up to just uh, the creative pursuit in terms of how it is in the Philippines Mm -hmm. Um, in America it's kind of like very similar where the parents would force their kids to play piano or violin that's the common thing in in America especially for Asian Americans Um, do you think that was widely encouraged when a parent would discover like oh my kid is talented would they have them force it do you think it's still the same back then and now um first there's a i think there is a difference between asian americans in the u.s and here in the philippines here in the philippines when you want your kid to be talented it's just to show to the other people in the world that your kid is talented. Yeah. In, for Asian Americans in the U.S., from what I observed, it's uh, more like to show their kids are intelligent and smart. Yeah. You In the Philippines, you won't see someone... It, it's not that common to see kids learning the violin, learning the piano. That's, that's rare. Yeah. Uh, for someone to be knowledgeable in playing the violin or the piano that's the the notion is uh the hey, that kid's smart <laughs> here it's that is not the goal it's really just to show that the kid is talented so um and the other difference is uh here in the philippines uh, showing talent or encouraging kids to be creative it's it's not about it's not a luxury in the U.S., I think it's more of a luxury more than anything else. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a kid, but come when you get into the later stage in life, when you're an adult, it goes in reverse. It's different. So for here in the Philippines, if you want to pursue the arts, if you want to pursue music or dancing or painting or photography, then that becomes a luxury yeah. because by then by the that, by the time you are an adult you should be earning money already and as i said earlier you can earn much when you do creative stuff here but in the u.s you can actually earn money by playing music and there are lots more there there are a lot more opportunities in the u.s to do creative stuff and earn from that creative yeah. stuff that you are doing so for a filipino if they are extremely talented, they know they can, they can make it. Then that's it. But if not, it's just a yeah, hobby. yeah, yeah. It, it will just be a hobby, and you will only be able to afford that hobby if you have a nice paying job. Yeah, yeah. is a lot of your friends like that? With, uh, yeah, they're extremely talented, but they yeah. You, they you for Filipinos for every accountant. There is a frustrated singer in there. For every nurse, there's a frustrated dancer in there. Yeah. You name it. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you think that'll ever change, or do you think it'll just always be just get a job and then have an outlet, a creative outlet? I don't think it will change in the near future. Um, so, well, Philippines is small, so there are, there are a few opportunities to begin with. So it's really not for everybody. So I think it will stay the same for quite a while. Yeah. I think that's uh, about to wrap it up. You want to give advice to our listeners in America? Okay, so for the listeners in America, so you are actually in a nice position being in the U.S. I know with the things that are happening right now in your politics, not so rosy, but still in America, uh, you have lots of opportunities. And when you have that opportunity, make good use of it. So yeah. You are, every one of you are in a unique position to have a decent life and pursue your dreams. So that's not true for everyone else in the world. I'm sure in the Philippines that's not true. There are only a few people in the Philippines who, I mean, earn a living that is their, what they can say, their calling or mm -hmm. someone that they really love. So it's more of just earning money. In the U.S., you have a lot of opportunities. So recognize that opportunity that you have and make good use of it. Yeah. yeah. Is there any ways that um, people, creatives in America, can reach out to others in the world to express themselves, to be a positive light, or not necessarily you could pursue this dream, but to inspire or to motivate others? Yeah, I think that's happening right now um, with social media. Yeah. yeah. Make good use of social media instead of being trolls or being <laughs> just posting fake news or the negative stuff. I mean, uh, there are a lot of artists, both uh, Filipino-Americans or Asian-Americans and Native Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, by social media, we see the entertainment stuff that we used to not see that often. Yeah. And uh, when that is put into good use and when you bring out product or material that is that can be recognized internationally and not just for an American audience, that that shows us some stuff that we can do, something new and also would inspire um, everyone else around the world to pursue their dreams. Yeah. You want to give any uh, plugins for your YouTube channel or any uh, social media accounts? For yeah, to so you? I usually don't uh, <laughs> advertise. Um, I let the, the YouTube algorithm lead you to my channel if it does. But <laughs> just in case you want to check out, add some views, click like, click subscribe. You can tune in to Steel Falcons Gaming. I started out as a gaming channel now. I don't do gaming material, <laughs> but I promise I'll get back to gaming. So, again, Steel Falcons Gaming and YouTube. That's it. Nice. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, JB. To make good use of our talents. It's not a concrete answer, and I think it's perfect that piece of advice is left that way. We each have our own creative expressions, and it's up to us how to responsibly use our talents. In this day and age... The content we post on social media is global, whether you know it or not. People who do not have the same opportunities that we have as creatives are watching us. They are learning from us. 
and they are rooting for us. I had some time to reflect on my conversation with MC, and it's been a while since I recorded this episode even before the launch of the podcast. But here are my thoughts. We come from different backgrounds and values. We have different ways to be creative, but at the end of the day, we're expressing ourselves in the utmost transparency. Take that as you will, guys. But as your fellow artist, I hope you can take inspiration from this and take your talents to another level.